I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I am guessing that just from the sound of my voice, you can tell where I am recording this podcast. And that's not a hunch, it's a guess, because I've given you lots of hints over the course of these podcasts through the years, and there's a difference between a hunch and a guess. A guess has a lot of figuring out involved. A hunch just hits you. Here's what I mean. If I thought that I had a shot at having my lady wonder wench join me for a night of passion all those years ago based on the fact that she was smiling at me a lot, twiddling with her hair, and standing very close to me, that'd be a good guess. But that's not what happened. I took one look at her, and my head exploded. That was what you could call a major league hunch. There was no figuring out at all. And, and you know, there are bunches of important hunches in our lives that we usually don't notice. And lots of times, it's because we tend to look at life through the wrong end of the telescope. For example, the stats say around half of American marriages don't work out, and that's awful. But if you take a closer look through the other end of that same telescope, you see that according to the same stat, around half of American marriages do work out. And what's your guess about the logical odds of that happening with all the nonsense that goes on in our lives now every day and, and night? You know, there's something about a hunch that sometimes works better than a logical guess. Sometimes. I'm a pilot, and pilots are taught that if you're on final approach to a landing and something just doesn't look right, you break off the approach and you go around. You don't question it. You don't try to figure it out right then. You just go around and you try it again. You can figure it out as you're going around for another try. Here's a true story. I was returning from a flight one night a year or so ago, and something just didn't feel right about it. So I went around. And on the next approach, my landing light picked up a motorcycle guy running up and down on the runway. I fly out of a small airport. There's not much in the way of lights. And I guess he must have been facing the same way I was while I was landing because I didn't see his, his light. And he was really vroom-vrooming while I was throttled back for the landing. Now, if I hadn't gone around because of my hunch we wouldn't have seen or heard each other. And this podcast would never be recorded. You know, there are bunches of hunches at work in our lives like that. I guess we should take hunches more seriously. Professor Susan Hughes of Albright College in Pennsylvania did just that. Professor Hughes set up an experiment that suggests that, well, blind dates are okay, but you should never go on a deaf date. She's done studies that seem to indicate that just by the sound of a voice, you can tell a person's sex, race, social status, height and weight, and even lots of personality traits, just from the sound of a voice. It has nothing to do with what a person is saying. It has nothing to do with the words. 
It just has to do with the sound of that person's voice. Here's what she did. She had people in the studies listen to recorded samples of 10 women and 10 men's voices. And half the speakers on the recordings admitted to her that they had cheated on their partners, and the other half had not cheated on their partners. Now, these were recorded voices of strangers that the study participants didn't know, had no idea who these people were. The voices on the recording simply counted from 1 to 10. And Professor Hughes says the results of her experiment were quite a shock. She says the majority of the study participants, quote, rated the voices of those who had a history of cheating as much more likely to cheat, end quote. Wow. Think about it. Your cheating voice can tell on you. And besides cheating, what else can just the sound of your voice tell? Coming up, we'll have a chance for you to try to tap into my voice for whatever you can learn about me from it. Uh, Something that I might not want you to know, perhaps. We'll see. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff into one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's been making too much noise, banging around in your head out the other ear, and you can grab a grin and win. The zoo guys tell us that guy pandas have a distinct way of marking their territory. To prove that they are the most dominant, male pandas stand on their heads when they urinate. (laughs) The one who makes the highest mark wins. Guys, don't do that. If you stand on your head in the men's room and try to leave your mark as high up on the wall as you can, kind of doubt the other guys in there will elect you as their leader. All right, if the answer is a centipede with a wooden leg, what is the question? If the answer is a centipede with a wooden leg, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet. Within a minute. If the answer is a centipede with a wooden leg, what is the question? Uh, The smart guys in the white lab coats have just explained what's going on in Washington these days. They claim that humans and bananas share about 60% of their DNA. Finally, an explanation for the people in our Congress. And here's why nobody wants to kiss a turtle. There are some turtle species that breathe through their anal cavity and urinate through their mouths. So I guess kissing a turtle would not be a beak experience. All right, if the answer is a centipede with a wooden leg, the question is, what goes 99 thump, 99 thump, 99 thump? A centipede with a wooden leg. You wouldn't want to take a nap with one of those guys running around on the floor in the apartment upstairs, would you? (laughs) Dicks to tails. They take your mind off your mind. Little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or the spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, please tell a couple of friends, will you? Because they might like them too, and you would be doing me a favor. Thank you very much. Bunches of hunches help our lives work. Professor Hughes 
says the sound of your voice tells more about you than the words that you're saying. As part of some amazing studies that she did, she recorded 10 women's and 10 men's voices. And all they were doing was just counting from 1 to 10. That's all. Half the women and half the men told her that they had cheated on their mates, and the other half said they had not. And she said, quote, much more likely than not, the participants correctly identified the cheaters just from the sound of their voices, end quote. Well, much more than half is not exactly a firm statistic. I realize that. But if much more than half means 65 or 70 percent, don't you think that's astonishing? I do. And it fits with some personal experiences that I had while I was on the radio. I had a feature on my show that I called The Voice Analysis. People called in, and I tried to tell them something about themselves just from the sound of their voices on the phone. And I got to tell you, some nights I did a lot better than 70%. The way I did it was, was very simple. I just got as relaxed as possible, and I listened carefully. And lots of times I got a quick image or a feeling or something. Not always, but lots of times. And some of the images and feelings were pretty specific, especially from some of the ladies who called in. No, but, but seriously, I had an image once that a guy calling was standing on some pipes. Turns out he wasn't, but he was standing on a carpet with parallel stripes that looked like pipes to him. That's what he said. Lots of stuff like that. So, okay, right now... Let's turn that experiment around. Let's see if you can learn something from me just by the sound of my voice. The professor said her participants not only nailed the cheaters, but got accurate information about sex, race, social status, height, weight, personality traits, and even as she put it, quote, mating success and sexual behavior, end quote. All right, now, if you've been listening to these podcasts for a while, you probably know some of that stuff about me, but maybe you can just tell from the sound of my voice what I'm wearing or where I'm sitting to do this recording or anything that comes to you about me or my life, all right? Now, I'm going to count from 1 to 10, just like in the professor's experiment, and see what, if anything, you can tell about me from just the sound of my voice. And it counts if you get any quick images or feelings or any input at all. Please let me know. Seriously, I'm really interested in this. My email address is dick at dicksummer.com. And I will let you know what kind of response we get or don't get on the next podcast. Okay, now here we go. Just get as relaxed as you can. Close your eyes if you can do that right now. And here we go. Sound of my voice. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There. Don't, don't try to make an educated guess, huh? Just go by a quick hunch. Maybe an image or a feeling or, I don't know, maybe some kind of scent. Or just something that may be going on in my life. One more time. I tell you what, this time I will concentrate on an image. Right, something I'm looking at. I'm going to concentrate on that and see if the sound of my voice will transmit what I'm looking at. You ready? Okay, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right. Might be kind of fun to try it a couple of more times by just playing this podcast back. In any event, please, seriously, please let me know what, if anything, you got from just listening to my voice. Or if you didn't get anything from it. That's valid, too. Okay, my email address is dick at com. There is a story in my Night Connections 2 spoken word story CD about a woman who tried to learn some important things about two quiet voices in another room one night. The story is called Painting, Pottery, and Passion. The voices in the other room are quiet and intense. You're almost sure the woman just said your name. You're trying not to listen. But how can you help yourself? You put them together on purpose. She's an artist and a friend of yours. That's why you invited her for the weekend. She makes a very good living working as a graphics consultant. But her real passions are oil painting, pottery, and passion itself. You've been there, you've seen her eyes slowly close as she shapes the glistening wet pottery clay between her fingers. It's so personal and so sensual that you feel like you shouldn't be watching. You've seen the small droplets of sweat form just above her lips when she's working on the painting that she calls The Lover's First Night. If you were a man, you'd give anything for just a few minutes of that kind of hot, tender lust. You've been married for ten years now. You two were just kids. Now you have kids of your own. Your husband works very hard and very long hours. He's a chef. He's a good man. And he takes good care of you and the kids. You're taking a few years off from your career as a speech therapist to bring up the kids. It's a calculated risk with the way school budgets have been going. But the youngest isn't even a year old yet, and being there for these first vital formative years is more important to you than the money. For the last couple of years, it seems like both you and your husband have been constantly tired. It's not surprising with how tight your schedules have been. The one time you've had sex in the last year was when you got pregnant again. That's why you've enjoyed knowing your artist friend so much. She seems so energetic and vital and so sexy. You've tried to learn how to be that way again from watching her. It seems to be working a little, certainly is tonight. Listening to those quietly intense voices in the other room. You said you had to get up early, so you were going to bed. You told your husband to stay up and entertain her. And you don't hear their voices anymore.
was such a power in the quiet sound of their voices that night. But even that power was nothing compared to the, the, the life energy in their silence. The story is called Painting, Pottery, and Passion. It's from My Night Connections 2 Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. If you want a fresh copy, please go back to DickSummer.com. Check out the Night Connections 2 icon on the homepage. There is a huge difference between a hunch and a guess. A guess has a lot of figuring out involved. A hunch just hits you. And there are bunches of important hunches in our lives that we usually don't notice. Sometimes because we don't understand how the information is getting through to us. Can it really be transmitted just through the sound of your voice? I don't know. But maybe. What a shock that would be. Or maybe not. Maybe Professor Hughes' successful experiments were just a coincidence. But to be honest, a coincidence? Personally, I think not. That's only a hunch, of course. Okay, time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.